Welcome to today's online message from Long Eaton Oasis Christian Centre. We are a church at the heart of the community, with a heart for the community. And we're so glad that you've joined us. We hope that you'll be inspired and encouraged today. Please don't hesitate to contact us. If you want to find out more, you can visit our website, www.longeatonoasis.co.uk, or you can direct message us. I want to just speak just a couple of moments about the danger of drift. And at the very beginning of this year, this isn't our first Sunday meeting. In fact, this is our second Sunday of the new year. Can you believe that already? We met last Sunday and took communion together. And it was a great an opportunity. But this morning, I just want to take just a couple of moments. And then we're going to round up together in the next moment or two. But there is a danger to drift but I don't know if you know, but around this country, in our, we're, a, we're a, an island country in our coast, there, there's the, the um, lifeguard, the RNLI, always being called out to people that have been caught drifting out to sea. Either they've swum and been taken out too far, or they've been in a boat and they've been fishing or something and drifting, and then they've been taken out to sea. Drift can be dangerous. Drifting can take you far away offshore, like the man you can see there in the boat looking and saying, help, I'm miles away and I can't get back. So drifting feels great at times, but it also can be dangerous. I don't know if you know, but there's a verse in the Bible, it's in the book of Hebrews, and uh, it's up on the screen there for you. Hebrews chapter 2, verse 1, this is what Paul says about the danger of spiritual drift. And I say that at the beginning of this year... We must pay the most careful attention, therefore, to what we have heard so that we don't drift far away. You and I, Paul encourages believers, he did 2,000 years ago and he does today, he encourages you and I to pay the most careful attention to your Christian life, your life of faith, so that you don't forget what you believe, you don't lose sight of God, as we, otherwise we will drift far away. You'll get far from the shore you need someone to come and rescue to bring you back. And we can, we can drift away from the things that we first believed in. We can even drift in our hearts towards God. And um, so one of the things, you know, during, around uh, about 25th of December, uh, I, I'm, I, I'm sort of relaxing at home, but thinking about this year ahead. And from the 25th of December up until... Uh, sort, of, sort of the first of January, been praying over the life of church and, and our lives and my life and your life and our church life. And I felt the Holy Spirit speak into my heart. And I, I don't make pronouncements all the time, but this is what I felt. And I felt, as I was praying about the year and this last year, 2022, and then 2023, and I felt the Holy Spirit say this, that 2022 was a year of drift, hence I'm speaking on this and 2023 will be a year of flow. And I felt God speaking into my own heart about that. When I say drift, I think the pandemic and all that went with from 2020 to about 2022 has caused all sorts of things to happen in our lives and in our nation and in the world. And, and if, we're not, if we're not caught, we, we can find ourselves um, caught off guard. Our lifestyles can change and even spiritually lifestyles can change to the point that we can find ourselves, if we're not careful, in a sense of drift. We can drift back into things. We can drift 
out of things. We can sort of come along and go along with things and drift along with things. And, and to be honest, in, in some ways, I, I sort of, and, and I don't, I'm not thinking of anybody, I'm not thinking of circumstances, but a general feel to the whole sense of life. And um, I really felt, that God was saying, in one word, it's, it's, it's amazing. I always seem to get, I don't get pictures, but I get like a word. And the word was drift, 22. But the word for 23 is flow. And I felt really excited about that, that idea of flowing in God's spirit, going in a direction that God gives us, a sense of purpose, a sense of hope, a sense of direction, knowing the power and presence of the Holy Spirit and the hope and the, the grace and the mercy of the Spirit of God, not only in our, my life, your life and our lives, but flowing in, and flowing in our nation again and, and, and actually going in a direction that God is calling us to. The thing about drift, it's subtle. You can sort of feel... And we all need a moment to just drift, I suppose. It's not all wrong, but the danger with it is it's subtle. And you go to sleep, you relax, you rest, and you wake up on your lilo and you're a mile offshore. And this is what happens to some people. And the Coast Guard's always been called out. And it's a bit like, it's like an, it can be like an apathy, like an anaesthetic, a spiritual apathy or anaesthetic can sort of creep into our lives. And we can find ourselves eventually offshore. And so it's interesting that Paul said this to believers over 2,000 years ago, something very similar. He said, we must pay the most careful attention. Just say that out loud a moment. Can we just repeat those words? You'll see them on the screen. Can we just say them together just to reiterate that just for a moment or two? We must pay the most careful attention, therefore, to what we've heard so that we don't drift away. We must pay the most careful attention. I think at the beginning of this year, although this is our second Sunday, as I said, I feel the Holy Spirit is saying to you and to me, and, to, and without aiming at any individual, we must pay the most careful attention to your heart, to your relationship with God, with Jesus, your spiritual walk. It must take the most careful attention. We can be very attentive to the things that we really love in our lives. And this is what God is calling us to today. And simply, we need to position our hearts so that we're ready for his presence. We'll know God's presence when our hearts are positioned correctly. And this is why Paul said, pay careful attention to your heart. You, we have to position our hearts so that we'll know the presence of God. I've got to pay attention to my heart in a relationship with my wife, and my wife has to pay attention to her heart in relation to me, and my beautiful little Myla, I, my heart, as I relate to this beautiful little girl too. I, we've got to pay careful attention, haven't we, darling? We have. And for you and me today, it's paying careful attention so that we don't, we get into the flow. I, 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 I really feel that 2023 will be a year, I don't know what that means, how it's all going to come out individually, but generally, but getting into the will and flow and hope and direction that God has for you and I and our church this year and in our nation. You know, in, in all the great pandemics of the past, the Elam Pentecostal churches came into being in the 7th of January, 1915, in the midst of a great war that went into, 1918, the great war continued, Spanish flu that continued for more than a decade, and then into the Second World War, another great war. And the Elam churches grew and expanded with great miracles. It was quite amazing. 
Pastor Mike actually said to me that during those early days of, the, of those early founding fathers of the Elam Network of Churches, they didn't have enough money to put a postage stamp on a letter to reply to the people saying to them, come and speak. We've heard that some amazing things are happening. Speak at our church. They didn't have a dime, a cent, a few coins. It's incredible. And yet today there are over 500 churches, Elam Pentecostal churches in the UK, and thousands, thousands around the world. It's quite miraculous, but we've got to get into the flow. And to do that, we must pay careful attention. Careful attention to my head. I would encourage us this year, I can't tell you what to do, this isn't, a, this isn't but look, I, I was encouraging, I encouraged myself, what goes into your mind this year? You know, if you were to read the New Testament in a year, that's one chapter a day. That's all it is. It's just one chapter a day if you were to read the New Testament in a year. Pay careful attention to what goes into your mind. I'd encourage you to do something like that. I don't, you know, you can do what you like at the end of the day. I know what I'm going to do and what I'm doing. But if you read the New Testament, some people say, I'm going to read the Bible in a year. That's great. I would encourage that. But to do that, you, you need to read multiple chapters in the Old Testament and New Testament. And then you find that after day three, it's very difficult. So I would say start in the New Testament, the story and life of Jesus, the power and person of the Holy Spirit. You, and if you do that, you could just one chapter a day, so all it is is one chapter a day, probably 10 minutes to read, five minutes to reflect, 15 minutes a day, and you will read the entire New Testament and you'll get something in fresh. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Just an idea but it's something that to re- giving careful attention. Second thing, your heart. Your heart, my heart. Got to position my heart. And, you know, I'd encourage you with something today. Again, it's not an instruction, but it's an encouragement. If you're not in a life group in our church, then join one. Join one. I'll probably say this once or twice, I, 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 but, but join one. And if there aren't enough, we're, we're going to be creating new groups this year. We're going to be creating new groups this year. Now, why do I say join? It's a small group. It's a group of people that would meet together to pray, to, to look at the word of God together, to see how it applies to life, and then to encourage one another. You know, a small group is great for friendship, encouragement, and accountability. I'll say it again. A small group is great for friendship, encouragement, and accountability. In other words, it helps you grow. And it helps others grow. It's as simple as that. And we're looking to see them grow even more in the life of our church. It takes time, absolutely. It takes intention, absolutely. But Paul said, be very careful to attend. It's not the only way to attend your heart. I know there's lots, but I'm just going to suggest some this morning. And last but not least, hands. You know, if you're going to position our hearts and our lives for his presence, then we need to give our hands. And for that, I mean, serve. Serve. You know, uh, serve God. Serve God in the heart and life of our church. You know, as a church, we don't like to use people. We want to release people. We don't use you. We want to release you. So we don't say to you, we want you to do this because we want you, you know, even if it's not right, good for you, but we need you to do this for us. We say, please come and be uh, fulfilled and serve God in, in and through in your own life and in the heart and life of our church. 
You know, and in our life of our church, as we congregate together in our congregation gatherings and in the things that we do as an outreach into our community, there are areas to serve. More have there never been a time when we are seeing um, incredible, um, you know, over the Christmas period, I've said this before, but, you know, through our toddler group in the Christmas period, over the Christmas week, in our toddler Christmas week, we saw 600 Men, women, and children come through our Christmas week. It was incredible. And we need people to serve. To, we need people to befriend, to love. We need, we, need, we need mothers and fathers, spiritual mothers and fathers in God, to stand up and, and encourage young, younger others. And uh, you might be a younger mother and father in God who's to encourage. We need spiritual grandparents in God to encourage in our community and serve, and in the life of our church and within our children and our youth, and serve. We'll give more opportunity as the year goes by, but think and pray about that in and through the heart and life of our church. And so, Paul says, we must pay the most careful attention, therefore, to what we've heard so that we don't drift away. Let's pray together. God bless you and thank you. Just going to ask the worship team if you could come as we were going to close together now and uh, we're going to uh, just pray uh, together just for this last moment. Heavenly Father, Almighty God, we thank you, Jesus, that you came to serve and give your life as a ransom. You did not come to be served. The living God who came himself did not come to be served but to serve and give his life as a ransom for many. You are the giver of life and you gave your life. And so this morning, we don't want to be found this year. We're going to give careful attention. Uh, as we are gathered here today, we're, we're by gathering, we're saying we want to give attention to our lives to you, God. You know, we're here today because we do want to give our lives to you, Father. You see that. And I thank God for every man, woman and child that is here today. And just by being here, we're saying we want to give our lives to you. And also, Lord, as we come this morning at the, at the outset of this year, we want to be in the year where we flow in the intentions that you have for us in family and heart and individuals, a mother, as a father, husband, a wife, child, young person. I want to flow in, as a church in our nation. We want to flow, Holy Spirit, with direction and be led by the Spirit and to keep in step with you, Holy Spirit, this year. And so we pray we're giving our hearts to you. We're giving our, our head our heart and our hands to you this morning, Father. Receive our hearts and receive our lives. And for our young people and children, they're not just the church of tomorrow. They are the church of today. They're the church of today. We love them and bring them before you, Father, and give you our lives and for your glory. And in the name of Jesus, fill us afresh, we pray today. In Jesus' name we ask. Amen. God bless you. May you have a great day, a great week. And know the flow of the Holy Spirit. You know, this year I have great anticipation. And, and it is challenging in many lives. We know that right now. We know lots of people in church, it's challenged. But in those early days, the founding men and women of the, of the Elam Network of Churches embraced the flow of the Spirit and miracles happened. And you know, when you and I embrace the flow of God, don't just drift along. Miracles happen. Miracles do happen. We're going to be surprised, pleasantly surprised, energised this year as we stand together and we'll be sharing more of that at IFM. God bless you.
Have an amazing day. Just stand together as we close this morning. Stay for teas and coffee. We've got refreshments. We don't want you to just rush away. If you can stay, God bless you.